Hello, hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. This is the Locked On NFL Podcast. We are brought to you by my bookie today. Uh, as always, tomorrow I will go to my bookie and pick all four of these first round playoff matchups uh, straight up and against their spread. I'll tell you more about them in a moment. I'm a former NFL and college scout. I work for Steelers Nation Radio now, as well as some other outlets. I write for The Score. I worked for ESPN for 10 years. I am at Williamson NFL. Spread the word. Go to iTunes. Leave us a review. Hit the subscribe button on your pod. Um, lots to discuss. Today is Twitter Thursday, and uh, this starts with a Steeler question. I have, do have a heavy Steeler following, but of course this is not a Steeler show only. Joe asks, best case for Steelers is a Jacksonville win and a Kansas City win, which gives New England the toughest divisional game. Jack's not playing as well, as and KC back on a slight roll. Thoughts? Worst case is Bills win and KC win. From a Steeler perspective, yeah, I think you don't. I mean, obviously the big bad wolf is the Patriots. The team that has the best chance to knock off the Patriots other than Pittsburgh to me is clearly the Chiefs. They went in there in week one. Like you said, they're playing a lot better. They have a quality formula. They have a uh, veteran quarterback and head coach that have won postseason games. They seem to have their number, the Patriots number as well as any team could. The worst matchup, obviously, if you're the Steelers and you want to get a path without the Patriots in your way, is the Bills. So if the Bills would upset Jacksonville, they would go to Foxborough and would probably be 14-point dogs on my bookie, something like that. Um, so therefore, right. I mean, therefore, in turn... The Steelers get Jacksonville, and that would be interesting in that Jacksonville has come to Pittsburgh and won during the regular season, and Kansas City has gone to Foxborough and won during the regular season, although both those teams would be road dogs in the second round of the playoffs, I'm sure. And Jacksonville's hard to play against, but I don't think the Steelers fear them, and I don't think Ben would throw five more picks, and you know what I mean. So, um, yes, I think you're dead on from a Steelers perspective that's what you would want. From a New England perspective, you want a Buffalo upset. Sure. Sean Murray asks, Thoughts on Mike McCarthy getting an extension? Has underachieved with an all-time great quarterback. Fired offensive coaches, even though he's the one who calls plays on offense. Must be on the hot seat for 2018. Well, it's got an extension. Um... Fired the defensive coordinator, take it a, a step further, fired the defensive coordinator, not like Capers is without blame or that's a throwing under the bus situation, um, and there's going to be a new GM. I tend to agree with you that McCarthy is considered, he's an offensive mind, obviously, and has what to me is, he, he Rodgers would be my pick if I get any quarterback at all time, I mean, that would be the guy I want. Um that, yes, probably should have done more up until now with that. I mean, that's lofty standards, of course. But I also don't think he's a great schemer and route combinations and playing the run game and the passing game in unison like a guy like Shanahan or McVay does. I don't know that he's helped Rodgers 
I, well, I know that he hasn't helped Rogers as much as Rogers has helped him. Not dancing around the question, but there also is some value to this is a quality team that's won a lot of games and continuity is important. You know, who? what else are you going to do? Is, is it worth shaking everything up at Rogers, this stage of Rogers' career? Probably not. Installing a new system, I don't think that's the move. However, and this isn't what you asked, but with Ted Thompson out, and I've been a little critical of Thompson lately for this reason, I do think we will see more free agent signings from outside the organization, maybe a little more aggression in that regard. And I also had a, a, a Packers thought that I just wanted to run by you guys, that if I were in charge, and we'll get into offseason needs down the road and, and salary cap hits and potential veteran cuts, but Cobb and Nelson are big, uh, big cap hits. And you just re-signed Devontae Adams to big money. I would handle that situation like this. Not exclusively, but I would tell Ty Montgomery that he's going back to the wide receiver meeting room. And it doesn't mean you won't ever get a carry. And I would live with Williams and Jones as my running backs. I would cut Jordy. I would cut Cobb. If nobody is interested or if they want to restructure at a much lesser deal, fine. But I can't pay them what they're getting paid now. And I would make Montgomery and Adams my starting receivers, basically. Maybe Jordy says, hey, I'll come back on a one-year deal at a very team-friendly price. I want to end my career as a Packer. Cool. I'm up for that. Would love to have you. Um, But I like these two young backs. I think they complement each other well enough that I think your wide receiver answer might already be on the roster. So there's that. Um, I had mentioned that my bookie is sponsoring today's show, as they do every Thursday, and as they are all over the Locked On Network. Um, bowl season and playoff season is here. How about those two bowl games, by the way? And I'm excited for, excited for the national championship on uh, Monday. You know, certainly we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit on Tuesday for sure, too. Uh, a lot of studs in there. But go to my bookie and bet that game. Um, playoff season and national championship season is here. And it's time to get in on the action with my bookie. Are you sick and tired of getting the runaround when you ask for a payout? Sign up at mybookie.ag today and get paid fast when you win. MyBookie is your hookup for all your betting needs, and you can even deposit using Bitcoin. Cool. Didn't know that till now. Uh, Where you bet is just as important as who you're betting on, and if you want to make money betting the bowl games, you got to go to mybookie.ag. They're the only site I would recommend. I trust them, but if you don't have to take my word for them, check them out yourself. They have odds on every matchup as well as in, in-game in live betting for all this NFL and bowl action as well as other sports, of course. Um, join now and MyBookie will match your deposit with a 50% bonus. Use our promo code LOCKEDON uh, to activate the offer. It's the same promo code for all the Locked On Network. Uh, visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid if you're going to bet, the only place to do it is at my bookie. All right, Joshua Silber asks, considering how important the quarterback position is, why would a team ever hire a defensive head coach? Seems like teams have more stability with offensive guys. New York, Pittsburgh, Seattle are the exceptions. Well, they're pretty noticeable exceptions. I mean, Bill Parcells. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of exceptions. There aren't, there aren't, they aren't exceptions. There's enough of them out there that they aren't exceptions. And even a guy like Harbaugh 
or Cower had a, a very heavy special teams background. Special teams coaches are good at coaching hires too because they deal with every player on the roster. Um, they're usually very good communicators. They see things a different way. Um, but to answer your question, if you if you hire a QB guru to be your head coach, a lot of times he doesn't get to do what made him great. You know, they, a head coach's job is talking to the media, dealing with the whole team, CEO stuff. I mean, it, they don't have as many hours in the day anymore to sit down with the young quarterback and groom him and coach him up. And, you know, you can hire a great defensive-minded head coach and he goes and hires a great quarterback coach or a good offensive mind or a play caller. So I don't think there's a right or wrong way to do it. A better example, I just had, and I know I bring things back to the Steelers a lot, but I was just on SNR, Steeler Nation Radio, and we were talking about Mike Munchak, who's an elite offensive line coach here in Pittsburgh and a Hall of Fame player. And uh, the Cardinals are kicking the tires on Coach Munchak and considering hiring him as the head coach. And one thing I said was, I don't know if he's a good head coach or not. I mean, I don't know the man. I know he was a head coach in Tennessee. He has a losing record, but not a huge one. But what I do know is he is a great developer of offensive linemen, and that is a unbelievable advantage to any team in an offensive line-starved league. But if Mike Munchak becomes the head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, that doesn't immediately mean that 7th and 6th and undrafted free agents, 7th and 6th round picks and undrafted free agents are going to turn into starting caliber offensive linemen because he's not going to be grinding tape and in the positional meeting room with those guys anymore. I mean, he may hire a phenomenal offensive line uh, coach. I mean, you would think he'd have the inside track on that. That's great. But he's not going to be getting his hands dirty in the trenches with the 300-pounders on the sled anymore every practice, after practice. You know, so it's a different skill set. Um, Mark Maynard asks, which two teams playing this weekend are most likely to play in the Super Bowl? I don't think any, I don't think the Jags or Bills are in the conversation. I don't think the Titans are in that conversation. Maybe Casey. I absolutely could see the Rams in the Super Bowl. However, teams in their first... You know, quarterbacks even that have great careers. I mean, Brady and guys like that. And Breeze. And, um, rarely do a lot or play at a high level their first time in the playoffs. You know, and Goff um, certainly... Is going to be, you know, it's going to be eye-opening, to say the least. Could Atlanta go on a Super Bowl run? Mm. I have my doubts there. However, I think whoever gets the Eagles in the second round will be favored in Philly, no matter who that NFC team is, and therefore may have a little bit of an easier run. You know, if you're if a five seed or a six seed wins this weekend. But I think the answer is the Saints followed by New Orleans or by the Rams would be my top two choices. I could see the Saints, you know, winning in Minnesota. I could see them winning in Philly. I could see them winning anywhere now. So uh, I think New Orleans is the answer. 
Alright, Sylvester Valderrama asked me, do you think having the option to coach Senior Bowl had any impact on Elway keeping Vance Joseph for next year? Hadn't thought of that, to be very honest with you. I do think that's a massive advantage. You know, that you get to spend the entire week with those dudes behind the scenes. You quickly find out, are they smart? Are they into football? Are they quick learners? How do they interact with new teammates? How do they adjust to a new environment like they will in the NFL on a very, very big stage? Your assistant coaches get to, like I was talking about with Munchak, get to hit the sled with the guys. You know what I mean? You know, they they get to really get their hands dirty in positional meetings and individual drills before practice. I mean, certainly working with those quarterbacks would be very helpful as well. Um, So maybe that factored in. I also think that, you know, one year, one and done, uh, no matter how poorly of a job you do, is I'm not a fan of that. I mean, you loved them just 365 days ago. You know, has that much changed that you no longer think this man can run your team? And my answer is probably not. I mean, maybe you just look at, in some situations, sometimes maybe you hire the guy and just go, whoa, I, I knew a week four that... I screwed up. I should never hire this person. I mean, so fine, if that's the case. But I don't think that's how it was with Vance Joseph. I mean, he's considered a very smart guy. Many people were after him. So I think he deserves a second chance. Also, in Joseph's defense, these weren't his players either. I mean, how much input does he have on the current roster he has now? Basically none up until this point. So let the guy at least put his stamp on things a little. Um... I also think, and a little birdie's told me this, and it's not exactly the best-kept secret in the world either, but I think Denver is going to go after Kirk Cousins really, really, really hard. Really, really hard. And then Simeon's your backup, he's Lynch around, whatever. Um, And all of a sudden, not that Cousins is the the end-all or the next Elway or Manning or anything like that, but just having an above-average starter there, and then you use a first-round pick maybe on an offensive lineman, um, pick up another receiving threat, tight end slot receiver, something like that. All of a sudden, you know, the AFC doesn't look that scary anymore. How long is Brady going to play? How long is Ben going to play? That Denver could be, you know, I was down on them this year, but they might be a team that I'm excited about next year. So we'll see. Um, I think that's about a wrap for today. I got to say, you guys are usually great on Twitter Thursday. I gave you ample warning. But I'm having trouble finding questions that are worth answering here. I mean, you guys spit some at me that are, eh, it's all right. But tomorrow's going to be the day. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Preview in NFL playoff games. I am psyched about it. I've been digging into it all week. We'll break them down heavier than I did normal games, of course. There's only four of them. Um, The next round will be even better, of course. But that's a wrap. Spread the word. Go to iTunes. Leave me a review. See you later.